Reading Shriman Bhagavatam, Kanto 4, chapter 27, text 6. Tashaham Ajana Yakutran Puranjanyam Tasham, within her, Ajanayat, he begot, Putran, son, Puranjanyam, in Puranjani, Puranjanaha, King Puranjana, Tatami, hundreds, eleven, Virat, O King, Ayushaha of life, Aratam, Atta. In this way, Satyadha, the past. Translation, the great sage Narada then addressed King Parachina by said, O one whose lifespan is great, Virat. In this way, King Puranjana begot 1,100 sons within the womb of his wife, Puranjani. However, in this business he passed away half of his lifespan. Priestess Pond, the great sage Narada, then addressed King Prachina by his son. The one whose lifespan is great, Vira. And this way, King Puranjana, because 1,100 sons within the womb of his wife, Puranjani. However, this business, he passed away half of his lifespan. Support by Divine Vedeshi Bhaktivedanta. In this verse, there are several significant words, the first of which is Ekadaji Sakami. So Puranjan had begotten 1,100 sons within the womb of his wife and thus passed away half of his life. Actually, every man follows a similar process. If one lives for 100 years at the most, in his family life, he simply began children up to the age of 50. Unfortunately, at the present moment, people do not live even a hundred years. Nonetheless, they get children up to the age of 60. Another point is that normally people used to live to beget 100 to 200 sons and daughters. As well as the evidence in the next verse. King Gorinjan not only begot 1,100 sons, but also 110 daughters. At the present moment, no one can produce such huge quantities of children. Instead, mankind is very busy checking the increase of population by contraceptive methods. You do not find in the Vedic literature that they have ever used contraceptive methods, although they will be getting hundreds of children. Checking population by contraceptive methods 
is another sinful activity, but in this age of Kali, people have become so sinful that they do not care for the resultant reaction of their sinful lives. King Puranjana laid down with his wife Puranjani and because a large number of children that there is no mention in his verses that they use contraceptive methods. Kind of very scripture the contraceptive method should be restrained in sex life. It is not that one should indulge in unrestricted sex life and avoid children by using some method of the chat pregnancy. If a man is in good consciousness, he consults with his religious wife as a result of his consultation with intelligence one advances in his ability to estimate the value of life. In other words, if one is fortunate enough to have a good conscientious wife, he can decide by mutual consultation that human life is meant for advancing in Christian consciousness and not for begetting a large number of children. Children are called Harinam or byproducts. And when one consults his good intelligence, he can see that his byproducts will be the expansion of his Krishna consciousness. Omagyana Kumirandasya Dhinanam Dhinanam Shalakai Shakshirandam Kanyanatasmai Shri Guru Vayayamama Sri Chaitanya Manavishtam Satvikam Yanabhutale ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಗಣಿತಂ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಗುರುಣಾಸಿಂಧುಂಧುರ್ಜಗತ್ಪತಿಷ್ಣಾಚಾರಿಷ್ಟಿಷ್ಟಾಚಾರಿಷ್ಟಾಚಾರಿಷ
dharma avirodha means not against and virodha means against. So when you do an activity which is against religious principle, then it is tantamount to a sinful activity. And makes logical sense. So if we go, this why I say that doesn't mean that you are married and that's it, you know, you can, you know, do anything you want. No. There are regulations. There are rules. Even in populating. Because when you transgress this, then the result of reaction is very, 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 what do you say, painful. You know, very painful. Society has gone to such an extent they don't care for this reaction. They, they are not bothered. They, they try to prevent the child and if somehow or other they get the child and it's a matter of five dollars getting it off the ground, finish. Yeah? It is a matter of five dollars you go and pay the bill, you know, to the doctor. And the gynecologist, you just, uh, you know, do some, you know, sneaking and that's it. Then you are back again and jumping around. But they don't know the consequence. The consequence of doing sinful activity is very, very, very painful. You know, it is not some joke. You know. I remember I had a friend, and he was just across the causeway. He was running a clinic and he was a gynecologist. He was a gynecologist. So we warned him, you know, please don't do this. I mean, yeah, you can be a gynecologist to deliver children, but if you become a gynecologist to do abortion, that is pretty. <laughs> Uh, that is what what to do, I have got equipment, I have got all these things, I have to pay them off. I said, you know, you cannot do this. So then what happened, he was having illicit affairs in his clinic with his, one of the nurses. So now this is going on. So then his wife came to know about it. And what she did, she bought herself a can of petrol and went home, poured on herself and immolated herself. And died. So they had two children, wife died. Okay, he was looking after the family. Then what happened, he extended his business, he bought a big building, and then in the building he wanted to have his bigger business and he was going to rent out some places. So on the pretext of trying to rent his premises, the group of men came. You know, actually the man happened to be the, the, the nurse, you know, wife, husband. So they showed around and then they brought him to one spot and then what they did, they caught him and they slit his you know, all his intestines came out and he died. 
You know, I'm talking about the, a real story that I personally witnessed. So that finished, husband died, wife died, children become orphans, you know, and they have to go back to India because they think they are relatives in India. The house is finished, the business is finished, everything is finished. Not only that, he has to suffer that consequence of not seeing another son for as many births as he has committed this sinful activity. So therefore, this is not something that we can take it very lightly. I mean, I also have experience of, you know, somebody working in the, what is that department? The child birth, you know? Pediatry is looking after the babies, no? See, the child birth is, you know. And then, and she is telling me that kind of cases that come, children are born without anus, they are born without genitals, you know. And then the doctors have to reconstruct and all this, take something here, put there, and it, I mean, there's so much of pain. I mean, imagine you are a parent and you're getting child all like this. Huh? Why? Why you are getting all this kind of reaction? Because the dharma avirodha. You, you cannot, you cannot try to take this very lightly. Because sinful activity is a sinful activity. You cannot transgress the mundane law of the state. Similarly, you cannot transgress these laws written by God. So when we try to do all this kind of shortcuts, try to enjoy the senses without uh, trying to be responsible, then the reaction is going to be overwhelming. The reaction is going to be overwhelming. I go to a case of a, somebody I know and he at the advantage of almost 50, 60. As Prabhupada said here, they were having children at 60 years old. Yeah? And they got a child. But then the doctor said that this child is, is a two-stage and you know, some man. So he said, please abort. So he aborted the child and the consequence was he got into a terrible accident. Huh? Terrible accident. Practically could not walk so much. Huh? And then his wife, consequently, she died. Got some kind of a mental disease. So you see how, I mean I can go on and on and on. So many stories, those who work in the hospital, I'm sure they can many more tales to say. But this Shastra here is saying this. We cannot take this very lightly. Krishna consciousness is not, uh, you know, something that we can transgress the law. 
and sense gratification. That's why Arjuna said, what is that verse? Arjuna Vacha Atha is asking this question. Atha Kena Prayuktoyam Papam Charati Purushaha Anicham Api Varsneya Baladeva Nidogitaha. This is poignant in Sanskrit. You see what he is saying. O Arjuna said, O descendant of Vishnu, by what is one impelled to sinful act, even unwillingly, as if engaged by force? See the point here. Huh? Uh, you, you understand here what you said? Huh? Yeah. He knows, but he is engaged by force. What is this thing that is forced to commit this sinful activity? Huh? What is that? Krishna answers. Krishna says here, the next verse, very important. Sri Bhagavan Vacha, Kameja, Prodeja, Rajakuna Samukhavaham, Asanam, Apatnam, Vidhiyenam, Keva, Vaidhiyenam. Simple answer, Krishna said. Supreme Personality Goddess said, it's lust only Arjuna, lust, which is born of contact with the material mode of passion, later transformed to gratitude, they are all devoting sinful enemy of the world. That's why the whole program, the whole Bhagavad yesterday we didn't finish. Correct? We only have to come to oh, Already enough. Yes? See how much it is so dangerous to play with fire. Yeah? How much dangerous it is to play with? Can burn. You get what? Huh? You get what? What do you get? Huh? You get burned. If touching fire and not careful, you get what? Huh? Although it is seems very nice, family situation, everything is first class, you married according to rules, regulations and all that. Anything can happen, correct? So, this lust is so dangerous. And so the whole idea of the Vedic system is to curb this lust. Of course, to curb it under rules and regulations. But in modern living, there is no rules and regulations. When you see the kind of house you are living in, you have a master bedroom. The whole house is centered on what? Uh, master bed. Then what? Building toilet. Uh, and then what? Nobody else is there. Except you and your uh, So all this facilitates. Then put it again. This is the concept of what? The modern. Such an environment, 
it promotes the mode of that. But contrary Krishna is saying, please cut this off. They check this. And the only way to check this unless you become spiritually unless you become spiritually lust cannot be controlled by any other mode than the mode of goodness. The mode of it cannot be checked by any other mode. It's not possible. Yeah, it's not possible. And if you in the God of mood of goodness means you must become religious. Yes? Yes? Yeah? Sexual? Right? I think in the next word you have to Krishna said. Wise living entities, pure consciousness become covered by the eternal enemy, the form of lust, which is never satisfied and burns, burns like fire. So, uh, uh, so you see how it is so very, very what we say, definitely. That's why Krishna explains here in another place. Krishna explains here, Sri Bhagavan Vachar again, Sattvam Rajas Tamayati Gunabhuddena Chahatma Sattvena Yata Mahmutanya Sattvam Sattvena Chahivale. Supreme Personality of Godhead said that three modes of material nature, namely goodness, passion, ignorance, pertain to material intelligence, not to the spiritual. By developing a material goodness, one can conquer the mode of passion and ignorance. And by cultivation of rational goodness, one may free oneself even from material goodness. So the whole idea is to come to the mode of goodness. At least start. Our whole idea is to come to that. Then our consciousness will become a purifier, a purifier. Then we will not be contaminated by mode of passion and ignorance. The moment we breathe, the moment of Krishna is that is sinful. And one thing leads to another thing, to another thing, and then the consequence is going to be very painful. As I have already related all these incidents of people who have gone through so much of pain. Now why I should get into this thing? Yeah? Is that intelligence? Huh? Is that intelligent? Our whole idea is to follow the direction of human bankers uh, and the spiritual master. Then you see, everything will become, you know, very, very auspicious. See? When the living entity becomes strongly situated in the world of then religious principles characterized by devotional service to me become prominent. One can strengthen the mode of goodness by cultivating of those things that already situated in goodness and third religious principle arise. There is no other shortcut to this. They cannot be and will not be. 
This is the some instruction of how to escape sinful life. You know, how to escape If you don't want to adapt this method, then the consequences are going to be very, very, very painful. And it's not going to be very light. Because we have to sufficiently take birth in hellish situation. And when we go to hell, we have to pay for the due. You know? Or person in dark minutes, she's come to it, they have sex life, even if some people are even broke, they even have sex in their hands. It's also said, Anam. How much? Very much contaminated. See, how much it can go? And no limit to lust, as Krishna says, it burns to that. So therefore the only thing, the disease, this disease is from the path. Kamam Hrithrogam. Kamam last is the disease of the So the heart is also a pure place. That's where the Lord is sitting. So unless we connect back to the Lord uh, and purify our heart, then the lust will overwhelm. And that's going to be very, very, the consequence is going to be painful. You don't want to get into this kind of a living condition. But on the contrary, you can have hundreds and hundreds of children. There's no objection. Of course, you can. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati said, if I have to have children, I will have hundreds of children, but I want them to be Krishna. So therefore, in order to get to that, we therefore have to perform a service. Yeah? Just like you see, what's the name? Krishna and Sutapa. Huh? In order to get a child like Krishna, they had how many, how many years? Twelve thousand years they were performing austerity. Twelve thousand years! What is that austerity? What austerity they did? Huh? What austerity they did? They had dried leaves. They had what? And they had now one to day. Twelve thousand years. Prabhu, that is, uh, doesn't mean that you just jump into the bed and tomorrow you produce the same like Prabhu. That's what happened. Huh? What? Come on, it makes sense. You have to do austerity. And what is the austerity? Huh? Yes. Come from Mangalati. Take up the devotion process. Follow the principles. Right? And you can do this thing. Definitely you will be uh, blessed. Uh, blessed by the Lord. Especially if you engage in preaching. Like, like Bhakti Vinodhaku. He was praying for a ray of Vishnu. Right? And he had a child. Who is that? When he was born, they put him with the, the, the mother brought the boy to the cup, Jagannath cup, and so many flowers on Garland fell on him. You know, then he could understand how oh, this child is special. So we need to have that kind of special children. 
And that means we have to become devoted husband and wife. And we have to take the blessing of God. That is required. So how to please the Lord? We have to please the spiritual master. Huh? You cannot go and please the Lord without pleasing the spiritual One person was asking me a question. The Prabhu, when we are making an offering, uh, which is offered to Prabhupada, and then we meditate that Prabhupada is going to Krishna and Goranga and Goranga is going to I said, you don't do all that. You can simply bring it and to Prabhupada and then your job is over. You don't try to kind of, you know, uh, speculate and you are carrying your Prabhupada to put the Boga to Kodi Thai and from there you are carrying Our whole idea is Yesha Prasada, Bhagavad Prasada. We offer the thing to Prabhupada, our spiritual master, and he will do the rest. You don't have to go into it. Similarly, our whole spiritual life should be based on this one aspect to please the spiritual. Then everything will be adjusted. Everything will go on by the mercy of the Spirit. In fact, it is said in the scripture that even the householders, if they want to have children, they must get permission from the Guru. It is there written. You must go get permission from the spiritual master to conceive a child. That much control is there. You know, because this is our instruction. So the whole idea is to have Krishna conscious children. As many as you can, because such eternity again a Krishna's blessing, not that every time you have a relationship you don't have a child, it doesn't make sense. Only by the blessing of the Lord. So in order to invoke the blessing of the Lord, you definitely need to perform the worship. And it should not be tainted with lust. Every activity is taken with lust. And because in lust you forget the loss. When you do the activity of conceiving, the whole idea is that they should be trying to remember the law and praying all the time that please you give us a child that's going to be very, you know, a devotee who's going to be blessing in doing preaching work or you know, doing Krishna Sahaja. At least that should be the prayer. But if you are so lusty, then how can this come into the mind? It cannot take place. It will not take place. Because you are overwhelmed. So therefore, to get into such a consciousness, you definitely need to become very clear. That doctor said, for the householders, they have to consider at least they should chant 50 rounds a day. Then the devotee has 50 rounds. And the Buddha is not doing it. That is the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is the idea. <laughs> ah, you understand? Because it is not something a very, uh, what we say, a cheap activity. If you cheapen the process, then last will be done. When last comes in, then the consequence is going to be drastic. So therefore, to become Krishna consciousness, most subhanam. And praying, just like the Papa and Krishna praying, uh, please, Oh, please, you know, give us a child who will be very Christian conscious. We want a child like you. How can there be a child like me? I just me? 
nobody can be equal to me. As Krishna said, sama, asama, uddhava. There cannot be anybody equal or above me. That's not possible. Mata, parantara, nanya, kichira, asita, nanya. So there cannot be someone better than me. Not possible. So therefore, I will come. I will come as a child. And actually, I've come three times. This is my third time. So, and after this, you will go home to the school to work. So, the whole idea is to conceive children in that kind of way. Otherwise, if you have got children, then again another thing. If you get children, one of Krishna conscious, one of Shankara Vijayate, and that whole subject is there. You saw in chapter 1, 2 of Bhagavad no, chapter 1, 1, 4, 4, Arjuna is explaining. If I kill all these men, then the woman will be unprotected. When the woman is unprotected, there will be unwanted progeny, and unwanted progeny, the whole group is chaos. Actually, the whole world is in chaos because of unwanted When you have unwanted progeny, it becomes heavy situation of Not only even for us, it is difficult. Cannot preach, the guy doesn't listen, you know, it's like talking to a wall, you know, and it's very frustrating. Yeah, the consciousness is so polluted. Uh, you understand? So therefore, the woman and the householder, they play a very crucial role. Because the whole world, uh, bringing about good progeny is in their hands of them, especially the women. If they are not chased, then the consequence is going to become very, very painful. That's why chastity and producing good children is so responsibility. Practically of a woman, she has to become very Christian. Then yes, they have very nice children, and the children are Christian conscious, and there is no problem, you know, they will then do all the religious activities that you know, they offering as offering the pinda. You know, but even you don't do Pinda, although nowadays the company is there doing Pinda. At least if they chant Hare Krishna. If the children just say Hare Krishna, they will deliver the time. And now the children also don't want to say Hare Krishna. Huh? What's the point? What's the point of having children who don't want to say Hare Krishna? That? That at least you can get that much done. Then he says, you are So to produce Krishna conscious children should be the objective and it should be of very much endeavor for and that comes by austerity. Nothing can come without austerity. So austerity should be the what we say goal of the Adman and God. They want to live together, they want to have good children. I'm sure everybody who gets married, they want to have children. Otherwise, household life is very painful without children. Graha, Putrahina, Graha, Sunya. If the household life has got no children, then the house is empty, Sunya, zero. And it's very painful for parents. So, parents also want children. So they want to have good children. So the formula, the secret is this, that you do austerity and you surrender to Krishna and you pray, chant more around, 
you know, <coughs> serve the devotees. That's another thing, Vaishnava Seva and Go Seva, these are all very pleasing activities. So when the devotee is served, and Krishna becomes pleased, and when Krishna becomes pleased, then he rewards accordingly. And when you get a child who is very, very Krishna conscious, then your life is very successful. So that should be the objective. Rather than following the other path, using all contraceptives and just jumping in and doing all kinds of things, yeah, then the consequence is going to be very drastic. And then you're going to live with it for the rest of your life. It is not just that one day it's finished, no. Huh? As it is saying, you know, the child when it is born in such a defective manner, you know, it's one a shantra, then whole life you'll be crying. Whole life you will be crying. Wow, so much pain, so much trouble to maintain also. You know, you have to work hard, you have to bring up this whole you know, it is not some, you know, joke. It is explained here. And as well as you can see, this is a verse spoken by one Avaduta. In the human form of life, man and woman unite for sensual sex, pleasure of sex, but by actual experience we have observed that none of them are happy. Therefore, seeing the contrary result, I have stopped taking part in materialistic activities. Next word is more important. The actual form of life for the living entity is one of spiritual happiness which is real happiness. This happiness can be achieved only when one stops all materialistic activities. Material sense enjoyment is simply an imagination. Therefore, contrary to subject matter, I have seen from all material activities and I am lying down to it. So even in the household life, we make that into a spiritual activity, which is called Trahasta Ashram, then you will be very happy. You know, as Prabhupada said, if the household is practicing Krishna consciousness, then it is no different from the sannyasi or the, the brahmachari or whatever. No different. But it is not that thing is going to become. So please consider all this point and try to become Krishna conscious. That should be our objective and try to make this the whole house Krishna conscious, introduce the chanting, get the wife to chant, you know. And if you can uh, have your spiritual discipline, and I'm sure it, as Krishna says, for my devotee, the my devotee is to try to become a devotee. And therefore, Follow the rules laid out by the spiritual master, and I think there will be some no problem.
We definitely need many households, actually they are all households here mostly. And we also need many children who are going to become Christian conscious. We definitely need, because we need unlimited number of devotees to preach Krishna consciousness. We cannot do it with a token force. We need a very, 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 what we say, strong team So the householders have a very big responsibility. Just like a Puranja, he produced 1,100, you can produce at least, I don't know, 1,100. At least you have, you know, some children who are Yeah, everything. So, okay, we stop here and we have anything further to add on this objection. Alright, so we have no question. Thank you very much.